Let's remain standing before the Lord shall return to the scriptures. Romans chapter 8, 28 and 29. Romans 8, 28 and 29. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be confirmed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. We come in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We pray that you will speak to us, speak into our lives. Release your word in this place, your grace and your glory, that our lives will be touched and affected and impacted, O oh Father. May your name be glorified. Every resistance to the preaching and the proclamation of God's word be canceled in Jesus' name. We take victory in the house. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Glory. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you ex experienced the presence of God? Hallelujah. As we were worshiping, praise God. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Praise God. And we know, praise God. Hallelujah. All things work together for good. For who? For those who love God, those who are called according to his purpose. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All things work together for Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor everything for good. Everything for good. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, everything is for good. Yes. Tell your neighbor I'm seated next to you this morning. It's for my good. And it is for your good too. Yes. Amen. All right. You know, this is one of those favorite verses. Last night, one of the young men here was sharing his testimony. Are you here? Yeah, you're here. He shared. He opened his words and he talked from his life experience. We all love this verse because we can relate to this verse. Praise God. Paul says, for we know. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is what? Power. The question is, do we know? Do we know? Praise God. God takes the pain to inform us. There are many verses in the Bible that says, I don't want you to be ignorant about these things. In other words, God wants us to be informed. Praise God. He does not want any of us to be ignorant, but rather he wants us to be in full. Praise God. 
Well, in this particular realm, God wants us to be informed as God's children to be able to stand firm and steadfast in our faith when there is an assault that comes against our life. As children of God, God has ordained and it is a desire of God that every one of us be victorious and live a life that is pleasing to God. That we be victorious over sin, victorious over Satan, victorious over Satan, victorious over world. And he also want us to be victorious over the circumstances of our lives. The circumstances or the situations of our lives can put immense pressure upon us. It can shake our faith. It can break us down. It can make us into people who can go, can go in tangent, praise God. So God wants his people to be very well informed. Praise God. See, there are circumstances, adverse circumstances that would come in our lives in the least expected moments of our lives. Praise God. When it is time to celebration, celebrate, there will be at times things can pop into our lives that can take the wind out of our sail that can dampen our spirit when we are supposed to celebrate. We are supposed to be in the house of the Lord celebrating the victory of the Lord. But even when we come for celebration and victory celebration and worship, we, our spirits can be dampened by the circumstances that we go through in our lives. Praise God. Mind you, Paul is not saying, I know. He's not saying, you know, but he's saying, for we know. Praise God. Hallelujah. Know what? We're going to look into that. We need to ask ourselves, do we know things as God looks at as God calls out, as God pronounces, as God declares, do we know? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants all his people to know. Praise God. Know what? Know what? For we know that all things. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's not a wishful thinking. There is what? There is an element or there is a voice of assurance in this word that we know what? All things. Praise God. All things. Can you see the vastness of all things? All is just a three-letter word, but it is so vast that it can encompass everything in your lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. All things. 
what are the things that we go through in our lives? We go through highs and lows, mountain and valley experiences, ups and downs, celebration and defeat, praise God, encouragements and discouragements, failures and success. All these things are a blend of life. Everybody is not constantly going through a safe sailing or a smooth sailing. There are rough patches in our lives. Praise God. How many of you guys have been in turbulence when you were flying? Have you ever been in turbulence when you are flying? You could be in one of those, those, those large 380 Airbus and everything is so smooth that thing just takes off and you can't even know that it just took off because it's so, it's so smooth. But then when a turbulence comes, it seems that the entire thing is shaking and quaking and it puts fear and doubt in you. So there are rough patches in life which comes unexpectedly in our lives. Through all these things, praise God. The Bible says, all things work together unto good. All things, praise God. Do you think all things just automatically works for good? What do you think? What do you think? Do you think all things just automatically just works into good? Do you think it's a natural process? What do you think? Do you think it's a natural process? How can all things work together unto good? Is it possible? Can you believe it? After all, we all have experienced evil or bad in our lives. Praise God. And there is nothing good about bad and evil. But Paul is saying that we know that all things work for good. Is that an auto process? What do you think? Praise God. How can all things work for good? Even as we sit here, if you are going through a rough patch in your life, you're asking what is so good about it. Well, what is so good about your rough patch? Nothing is good about your rough patch. What you're experiencing today, if you're experiencing a rough patch today, there is nothing good about the rough patch that you are experiencing. But the Bible says all things work together unto good. That includes the experience that you are going through right now. But if it is not automatic, then what is it? What is behind it? What is the force that is working behind the scenes? What is the force that is working behind the scenes? Praise God. There is a God who is working behind the scenes. Praise God. In the crucible of his provision. In the crucible of his program. In the crucible of his plan. He puts everything together. And if there is a time when he's going to bring something good out of what you are going through in your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, 
God directs the affairs of our life in such a manner, such a way. Praise God that in the end something beneficial can come through what you are going through this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. What is it that God can do? God can turn a mess into a message. He can turn a test into a testimony. He can take your trial and he can turn it into a triumph. He can turn your victim mentality. He can turn your experience of being victimized and he can make you a victor. Praise God. I don't know, where are you? You look at those four things and where are you? Are you in a mess mode? Hello? Are you in a mess mode? Praise God. If you are in a mess mode, we can assure you from the scripture that God who turns all things for good, praise God, is working behind the scene. I am not saying it. This is what God's word says. And God is saying, you need to know about it. Because if you have to go through this, if you have to go through this fire, if you have to go through this mess, if you have to come out of this mess, you need to be informed about this truth that God says, he says, I'm going to bring a message out of your mess. Praise God. Tell me a mess from the scripture. I will, show a, I will show you a message that came out of that mess. Can you give me a mess from the scripture? Praise God. Give me a mess from the scripture. Praise God. Yes, anybody? Huh? Who? Somebody said something. Praise God. Huh? What was that? That's a mess, sister. That is a mess. Praise God. Well, what is the message that came out of that mess? Tell me, what is the message that came out of that mess? That is a mess. Does the church agree with us that that is a mess? Yes. But what is the message that comes out of the mess? Psalm 51 is a message that comes out of the, the mess. Praise God. Well, we don't have the time to read the entire psalm. So tell me in a word or two, what is the message that comes out of the mess? I will tell you. Praise God. The message out of the mess is simple. Listen to me. Praise God. You cannot live in peace when you're living in sin. Praise God. One, praise God. Number two, until and unless you are reconciled and there is a restoration and a restitution, you cannot experience the presence of God. Two, number three, praise God. God is what? He is loving yet he is just. 
praise God. You could be a man after God's own heart, but God does not wink at sin. Praise God. For God is still merciful. Praise God. When we relent and when we repent and when we renounce, he does not leave us high and dry. Praise God. Thank you, sister. That was not part of my message, but there it is. Praise God. God can bring a message out of a mess. Praise God. Next, uh, what we see is test. God can bring a test testimony out of a test. Are you being tested? I want to take your attention up in the mountains. Praise God. There is an old man standing with this young lad. And the man cries out. He says, Jehovah Jireh. Praise God. That is a testimony that came out of a test. And that testimony resounds, resounds and replays not only in the line the scriptures, but even today, praise God, as we are seated here, we can join with Abraham and we can say, Jehovah Jireh. Praise God. Hallelujah. Trial. God can turn your trial into a triumph. Praise God. Ask Job. He will tell you that God has turned my trials into a triumph. Job stands and said, all these times I have only heard about you. But my, now my eyes have seen you unveiled before him. Praise God. Was a new dimension of a God that he had only heard about. Praise God. Hallelujah. A victim into a victor. How many of you are feeling that you are a victim of circumstances? You are a victim of foul play. You are a victim of plots. You are a victim of schemes. You are a victim of underground activities. You are a victim of evil ideas. You are a victim of what you have not done. I want to tell you this morning, God who works on your behalf, praise God, can turn you into a victor. Joseph was a victim, right? Praise God. Hallelujah. He comes out of the pages as a victor. Praise God. Where are you? Where are you? Praise God. Are you in a mess? You don't have to be in sin to be in mess. You could still be in mess. Mess of confusion. Mess of disillusionment. Mess of financial breakdown. Mess of emotional breakdown. Mess of relationship that are shattered. I want to tell you, when God is through you, you're going to come out as a message that gives hope to the people around you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you have to experience this, this is what Paul says. Hallelujah. God wants every one of us to experience what? The good that comes from him. 
But Paul says, listen, as much as God wants all of us to experience it, praise God, if this has to become a reality. Hey, maybe you're sitting there and saying, yeah, that's good, Pastor. We heard this before. We know this. We heard this so many times. Praise God. But nothing is working. Well, we want you to realize and we want to tell you what God's word says so that this can become reality. What scripture says is right. It's guaranteed. It's assured. It's final. But we need to experience that in our lives. And the only way to do is what? Praise God. This is what the Bible says. It's for everybody, but it's not for. It's for everybody, but it's not for. Uh, <laughs> it's for everybody, but it's not for everybody. Our God is an all-inclusive God. He wants everybody to experience this. But he's also an all-exclusive God. He says, listen, I want you to experience this. But for you to experience this, you need to hit the right button. Hello? What is the right button? What is the right button, young man? What is the right button? Praise God. There it is. It says do what? Oh, God. Praise God. That's the condition. Oh, pastor. Love God. Do you? Do you love him? Praise God. Hallelujah. He wants you to love him. Those who love him. Those who love him. Praise God. Those who love him, what's going to happen? Huh? What's going to happen to them? All things will what? Work together for good. Those who love him. How do you love him? God is big about all. You know that? God is big about all. He wants all things to work out in your life for good. And for that, he says, it's for people who love me. And Jesus said, how do you love him? Ah. Oh. <laughs> love, how do we love him? He says, I want you to experience all what? All things to work out for your good. For that, you got to be people who love me. And when you love me, how do you love me? With all your heart. With all your mind. With all your strength. Now, look at yourself and look at Jesus and ask yourself, praise God, how is your love relationship with Jesus. How many of you are in love with Jesus? Amen. If you're in love with someone, what do you do? What do you do when you're in love with someone? Spend time with 
them. Praise God. When you are in love with someone, you spend time with them. When you are in love with someone, you do what? You think about them. Hello? Praise God. Are you in love with someone? Praise God. Hallelujah. How much do you think about them? Praise God. Well, isn't, it, isn't God wise? That he doesn't allow anybody into our thought, thought process. Can you imagine the person that you've been telling that you love him or love her. If they were to know your thought process. They would find out how much they, that you love him or her. Hello. Oh. What do you think? If your husband were to find out what goes through your mind and he was able to measure your love. If your wife were to know what goes through your mind and were to able to measure your love. I'm sorry if I'm making you uncomfortable. But I want you, you to take this to the next realm. Praise God. This is not your husband and your wife. This is not your fiance. This is not your love. We are talking about God who is able to what? Huh? What? But God, I came Sunday morning. That's fine. But God, I'm in the choir. That's fine. But God, I've been, I've been preaching. That's fine. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, Jesus asked Peter what? Do you love me? Do you? Praise God. It was okay if he said, do you love me? But... He kept asking, do you love me? And then he added something else. He says, do you love me more than these? What's the these in our lives this morning? That if the Lord were to look at us and say, do you love me more than this? Praise God. When we meet this condition, praise God. God says, I'm going to turn everything around. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Church said amen. Uh-huh. I know it's a little hard, but praise God. We got to call out the scripture as is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. How is our love? relationship. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. Hmm. Praise God. Doesn't end there. The Bible says what? Those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. Do you know God's purpose for your life? I know some of us have read purpose-driven lives for so many times. I think even there was a class that one of our sisters was taking. It said, uh, on, on, on the purpose-driven life. Do you know what's the purpose for your life? Oh. There is a common purpose for all of our lives that is the same. Praise God. 
And then God has a unique purpose for each and every one of our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Every young man, every young woman should know God's purpose for your life. You should know God's purpose for your life. If God has a purpose for your life, do you think God will communicate that purpose of your life to you? What do you think? What do you think? Church, if God has a purpose for your life, do you think God is going to get through to you? Hello, this morning let me ask you, young man, young lady, has God been able to get through to you? There is no issue in the ability of God. The issue, the question is the receptive end. Do you understand? Do you want to understand? Do you want to know God's purpose for your life? Praise God. I want to tell you something. Praise God. As young as you are right now, if you want to find fulfillment, contentment in what you do with your life, you have to know God's purpose for your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. For those who are called according to, the, to his purpose. Praise God. So what is this purpose? Hallelujah. First we said that it is for people who meet the condition, which is what? People who love God. That's our end. We love it. Praise God. The other one is God has purposed. Praise God. Hey. Somebody read verse 29 for us. What has he purposed? Hmm. Read 29. Somebody read 29. That's good. Amen. So what is his purpose for our lives? God wants every one of us to be like Can you say wow? I heard somebody say, oh. I don't know what went through your mind. Maybe you, you, what went through your mind was long hair, long beard, wearing a Middle Eastern robe, walking with sandals, and you say, oh man, become like him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hello. Praise God. God wants you to what? Become like his son. Do you want to become like his son? Do you want to become like his son? God has purposed that we all should be conformed to the likeness, the image of his son. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Hmm. What do you think? You think it's possible? Do you think it's, Cassia, do you think it's possible? Yeah. Sure. Abel, do you think it's possible? Not sure? Sure. What do you guys think? You think it's possible? The Holy Spirit in us, the Word of God in us, working and working, working, working. The circumstances outside, praise God, hallelujah. Every season of your life, God is using, it's in that crucible, it's in that mixer. And God is watching. He's watching for the final product to pop out, which is what? Praise God. Likeness of the image of his son. Many of us are comforted by the reality and the truth that when Jesus comes, we will become like him. Amen. I am comforted by two. But is that all there is to it? Is that all there is to it? Praise God. How about today? Hello. How about today? Praise God. God wants his son to be seen in you and me. Praise God in our walk, in our talk, in our core of conduct, in our behavior, in our mindset, in our attitude, in any and every realms of our lives. He wants us to have the nature of Christ, the attitude of Christ, the attribute of Christ, the, the characteristic of Christ. Hello. Oh, pastor, you just messed this up. Praise God. That's okay. If you think it's a mess, the message is coming through. Praise God. Hallelujah. Today, he wants us to be what? Praise God. Partakers of the divine nature of Christ. And all these things, the circumstances that you are going through in your life, God's purposes that you become, praise God, like the image of his son. Ah, praise God. He knows, he knows, he knows that I can't do this by myself. Uh -huh. Praise God. He knows uh, that I might be smart. I might be intelligent. I might be a verse. I might be a super person. He knows you can do whatever you want in the world, but this you can't do it by yourself. 
praise God. So God, in all his wisdom, praise God, he deposited his spirit within me. Praise God. I had the indwelling of the spirit and he has given the word in my hand. Praise God. And he says, come, be in this love affair. Be in this love relationship. Love me with everything that you have. Love me with more than anything else that you love. Praise God. And all all these circumstances that tend to put pressure on you will drive you, will bring you to a point that my purpose for your life will be fulfilled. Praise God. So where are you? Between mess and message, where are you? Between test and testimony, where are you? Between trial and triumph, where are you? Between victim and victor, where are you? In that image that God is expecting, how far have we mutated? How far have we developed and transformed? Praise God. What do you think? It's a process. If it's a process, I want to say this. I don't know if you're going to agree with this. I want to say God is not finished with me. Praise God. He's not finished with me. Praise God. Let the world give up on you. Maybe the world has given up on you. Maybe the family has given up on you. Maybe your friends have given up on you. They have probably written you off saying, no hope. Praise God. Nothing good is going to happen through this life. But I want to give you the assurance that God is not finished with you. Ah, oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Before I am finished, he will finish me. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Before I am finished, his work will be, praise God, completed in me. Who says the Bible says? Where does it say? He who has begun a good work in me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Probably that's not been revealed in the fullest form. Praise God. But it's coming. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, God is not finished with me. Praise God. Hallelujah. All eyes closed. Praise God. All eyes closed. He wants us to become like his son. That's what God's looking for. Praise God. That's his purpose. That's what he's driving at. That's what this all is all about. And he's given us the assurance no matter what you're going through in your life right now, right now,
he says, all things are gonna work out for good. Can you believe it? Praise God. Can you believe that? And the good that he talks about primarily, number one, praise God. He wants you and I to become good like his son. Praise God. A good son. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are you in a mess this morning? Give your mess to Jesus. Tell him, Lord, I would love you through the mess. Praise God. Tell him. Tell him, Lord, I'm in a mess, but I will love you through the mess. Praise God. Lord, I am in a test. But I would love you. The test will prove that I love you more than peace. Praise God. Lord, I'm in a trial. Lord, let the trial serve to remind me and the world. Praise God. When I come out in triumph that I loved you through the trial. Praise God. Lord, I'm being victimized. Praise God. But Lord, you are the God of Joseph. Praise God. You're going to bring me out, not as a victim. You're going to put the laurel on my head. You're going to put the crown on my head. Praise God. And show the world that I am a victor. Through Jesus. As I go through the season, help me to love you and know God's purpose concerning my life. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you for ministering to our needs. Lord, we yield our lives to you. Lord, if there is anyone in the house that has doubt in their minds, concerning what God says about them. This morning I pray that they will bank on your word and take your word at face value, Lord. And I pray that every one of us will meet that condition that we would love you, Father, the way that you desire from us. And we do admit and acknowledge that we have not yet come there, but we pray that we would yield ourselves, that we would love you with all that we have. Father, we pray that we will understand the purpose of God and yield ourselves, not resist, but yield ourselves. As you orchestrate the way for us, we yield this morning so that your purpose is fulfilled. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. As we walk out of this place, we pray that you will keep us in perfect peace, that we will continue to Continue to prosper. Continue to love you. Continue to walk in your ways. May your name be glorified through our lives. Bless each and every one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Now